sports, politics, life. Tickets for Less presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Use promo code KKHI at ticketsforless.com. If there is one disadvantage to the format that I currently broadcast with podcasting, it's that I love to present information and analysis and opinion that is a day or two ahead of everyone else as they follow it. I've always prided myself in that, and it's a little bit more difficult in podcasting as many of you won't listen to this until a day later or later tonight or whatever after a news cycle has happened. So it becomes a little difficult to do that, but we're trying really hard to stay ahead of this story about the shooting at Union Station after the Chiefs parade last Wednesday. It's been almost a week now since this occurred. And the big story that has been happening over the last few days is Mayor Quentin Lucas in Kansas City, Missouri, playing the race card, going out front, doing interviews, and talking about the governor of Missouri, Mike Parson, and his use of the word thug being a dog whistle, translation racism. And as I'm watching this all unfold, it becomes national news, and I'll play a clip for you here in a moment. And I want you to think just a little bit about what this means for Quentin Lucas. Now, I want to be very careful in what I say here because I want to be fair to the man. I really do. I think the last thing Quentin Lucas wanted to happen was for something bad to happen at the parade. I think the last thing he wants is for gang violence in this town, in this town, to be in focus. I, don't, I think he's more concerned about the people of Kansas City learning about how dangerous Kansas City, Missouri is, seeing the homicide numbers, knowing the gang violence, knowing that they're not doing anything to crack it down and that their policies aren't helping in any way. I think that's really his main concern now after we've counted the victims, taken them to the hospital, and they're giving no information on anything that's happening. So we see the cover-up. We see the switch in the narrative. We're watching all this. We've analyzed all that. The next phase of this is something that Mayor Quentin Lucas could never say that he likes. He might not even tell his wife this. But we know politicians like this. We know narcissists. We know the type of people, especially in one party, that capitalize and thrive on bad news. You know, never let a great disaster Go without capitalizing on it, basically, is what we know about this party. And Quentin Lucas is doing that. He's now become a national story for the way he's handling this. He is He's being a classic liberal politician on a national stage, and he's gaining all kinds of points and status, to use the credit card term. He's gaining points and status with the liberal elite all over the United States. This is the power brokers outside of politics. It's the politicians in Washington, D.C. It's the the top corporate members of the media. It's everyone. It's the Biden administration. Everyone in the liberal group that run this country right now, the power brokers are looking at Quentin Lucas as a shining star. He is gaining points and status for holding firm And doing right now what Obama would do or the Biden administration, he's being presented nationally as a classic Obama-type politician. He speaks in the same cadence. He espouses the same politics. He's on the national stage here. And he's, of course, defending these young African-American kids 
that, you know, just get caught up in the wrong thing. And then this thing happened around our parade. He is literally turning his crime record into status with the Democrat machine. You don't believe me? I want you to listen to this clip from Fox News on Monday night. This is Jesse Waters. And then you'll hear just a little clip from Dana Lash, who's a syndicated radio host. And Jesse Waters nails this. I'm going to ask you to listen to that. Well, as you listen to this, ask yourself if you think the power brokers, let's start with Obama and down. Soros, Obama, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, all the deep state, everyone in D.C., all the media, CNN, MSNBC, all their executives, all their producers, all their hosts. I want you to think about everybody you know that you would think of as a giant mega liberal power broker in this country, the Clintons. Think about all of them. And I want you to think that they are watching Jesse Waters when this happens, that this becomes national now, that they're watching this clip that you're about to hear. And then ask yourself, do they love it? Do they love this? And do they love Quentin Lucas? It's been five days since the deadly Kansas City Super Bowl parade shooting, and we still don't know the identities of the shooters. Why? Within minutes of the shooting, fans tackled the suspects and held them until police handcuffed them. Since then, nothing. Kansas City says the suspects are minors, so they can't speak about it. Well, except the Kansas City mayor's speaking. He's defending the suspects. Watch. I disagree strongly with uh, how he would describe that situation. I, I certainly do think this was criminal activity. It was lawlessness, and I think that uh, that's troubling. But thugs is a dog whistle in the most classic sense. And I have seen this dog whistle time and again. One dead, 22 injured, and the mayor is doing PR for the shooters. And the mayor just told us more about the suspects than the police have. They're minorities. We don't know that for a fact. But if they were white, I don't think the black mayor would be mad that they were called thugs. What does he prefer, disadvantaged youth? We don't know. How's the country supposed to fight crime when we can't talk about it? We can't talk about criminals. We're not allowed to talk about why they're criminals, how they became criminals, and what's allowing them to continue to be criminals. Journalists aren't even pursuing the story. These alleged Super Bowl parade shooters get better treatment in the media than the Covington kid, whose only crime was smirking with a MAGA hat, smirking with a MAGA hat, obviously, second-degree felony. In the history of the Super Bowl, at the parade, there's never been a shooting. One dead, 22 injured, including children. And the press, not interested about where they got the gun, their records, their parents, or their immigration status. They're protecting narratives more than lives. Dana Lash is a nationally syndicated radio host. So the governor called these shooters thugs. Now, I don't know if they're white, they're black, what they are, but then, the black Democrat mayor pops up and says, don't call them thugs, that's a dog whistle. I guess we can assume a little bit about their identity, but why is their identity and everything about this case, Dana, kept so hidden from the country? Yeah, that's a great question. 
Yeah, that's a great question, Jesse. And and thug is interchangeable with criminal. I'm not doing this with Quentin Lucas. I'm not doing this with the mayor of Kansas City, who's showing more concern for the feelings of the thug criminals than he is for the people who were shot, Jesse. That's the bigger picture here. The people who were shot, and he's jumping to the defense of these criminals. I'm going to tell you something else about the press. The press doesn't care about black lives. Black lives matter to the press when they can be leveraged politically. Okay, so you and I hear that, and it resonates with us, and we agree with all of it because it makes sense. You identify these people like you did Kyle Rittenhouse or like you did the nine-year-old Chiefs fan that was in blackface. Remember that young boy at the Chiefs game? They identified him and made a national story out of him, but we're not going to identify the thugs in Kansas City. We won't identify them. I think there's something bigger here. I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast. I think something bigger here is the gotaways. I think a lot of people in gangs got away and they can't identify them or, or maybe the police have turned them over and the prosecutor's saying, well, they didn't do anything. We can't prove they did anything. We can't go grab these people. We can't just grab all the gang members that were there. And I say you can as accomplices in some way. Arrest them for something. They were there. At least get them in and interview them. And if you have to let them go and not charge them, let them go and not charge them. But get them all in and interview them. And they won't do it. They don't want to do it. They don't have the stomach for curbing this in Kansas City because it's easier to have this happen, let it play out, play the race card, and for Mayor Q, step up yet another notch in his quest for national fame, national political office. He does not want to be mayor of Kansas City. He is not interested in good things for Kansas City. Quentin Lucas is interested in Quentin Lucas. That's not unique. That's, that's hardly a slam. You don't want a politician on your side that doesn't play the game that way. If you're a liberal, you want your bench to be filled with Quentin Lucas's climbing the ladder. That the only thing that matters is their climb to the top. Because all you want is somebody at the top. For God's sake, we have Joe Biden. They just want somebody at the top. They don't care who. And Quentin Lucas is like, I'm that guy. I'm solely focused on this. I'm young, man. This guy's in his upper 30s. Are you kidding me? He's got forever to climb within this party. And at the very least, he winds up on CNN making $4 million a year, doing whatever it is that they do as a pundit. He loves the spotlight. He loves the spotlight. He's enjoying being presented in the classic Obama identification by the liberal media. He's on a national stage. He's turning this crime in Kansas City into his status. He is maximizing this tragedy for himself. Make no mistake about it. He's doing that. So would Obama would have done that. Joe Biden would do that. Gavin Newsom, they've all done it. They've played this game and they've climbed the ladder. What did Quentin Lucas get done? The lead story in the Kansas City Star on this Tuesday is about gun control, specifically in Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri wants laws and things outside of the state of Missouri. Okay, at this point, I really don't care. You think I'm going to sit here and defend Second Amendment rights for Kansas City, Missouri residents when they've got mayhem? I don't care. Now, I don't think any law they put in or any ordinance they put in Kansas City, Missouri is going to work. I think they're crazy going about this the wrong way. I think enforcement of the law is where this all exists. But Mayor Quentin Lucas, at all times, is about politics, period. And he knows Kyle Rittenhouse's name was given. He was 17 when he shot those people. The nine-year-old Chiefs fan, when he painted half his face black, he knows the media released that. They don't have to hide behind the fact that these kids are minors. 
They don't. In fact, they're going to charge them as adults. And as they charge them as adults, why can't they treat them like adults in the media? Why? Quentin Lucas won't let them. You think the police chief wants to? Probably. You think the prosecutor wants to? Probably not. Like, she's a pretty hard liberal. But I think the rank and file of the police department have done some great work here. The investigation is probably pretty thorough. There's a lot of information we don't know. They're suppressing that. That's their classic game. While they suppress this, Quentin Lucas turns it into racism, attacks the governor, and becomes a national news story himself. It's like, I'll take this. Because bad news is publicity for Quentin Lucas. I'm telling you, he loves this. He doesn't love the story. He didn't want it to happen. But the fact that it has, you can't change. And once it does, and it allows him to vault himself in liberal circles to an even higher status than he is. I mean, comparing Pete Buttigieg as a mayor and Quentin Lucas as a mayor is a joke. Quentin Lucas is a shining star in their party compared to Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg is a white guy. Yes, he's gay. He's got a husband and a kid. But that's not nearly as good as Quentin Lucas. They will look at Quentin Lucas and say he's doing the right thing. He's protecting those young thugs. He's protecting his gang members, the minorities. He's protecting them. He's taking the bullets. He's, you know, I'll step up and be the guy. We won't blame this on the police chief. I'll be the guy. Because the more he's out front, the more famous he is. And the more he gets to espouse the losing policies of the left that they love. I'm telling you, this is his finest moment. This is his chance. He's had some moments in Kansas City where he's been on a national stage. This is the one. He gets to stand here in Kansas City and be a classic Obama, Biden, Newsom liberal that just no transparency, no truth, no information. We're going to hide behind this because we're better people than you. We're not going to identify these kids. It wouldn't be fair. They're children. We shouldn't identify them. Okay, great. How about we identify the adult victims? Can we identify some victims here? Because if you're not considering charges on some of the victims, I give up. There is no way this was a two-person crime. No way that it was just two. There is no chance standing right there there were only two gang members and a shootout broke out. In fact, I'd just about bet my bottom dollar there were more than two shooters. And they'll eventually see some surveillance tapes that show that, but that doesn't mean they'll be able to find those people. And guess what? In a liberal city, if a third and fourth and fifth person fired a shot or two or even pulled out a gun and were wearing a backpack and a hoodie and all the classic signs of these gang members or even saw the colors of a gang, if that happened and they can't identify that person and apprehend them, they're never going to tell us that happened. They're never going to say there was more than two shooters. They will not tell us. This is not conspiracy theory, folks. I have been in the media my entire life. This is not conspiracy theory. You don't publicly admit your failures. You don't ever come out and say, you know what? There were three more people involved and we can't find them. You don't do that. You repress and censor the news. You don't give transparency. You don't give a full account of what happened. Now, maybe two, three years down the road, if there's a state investigation or something of that nature, maybe we learn some things. We know how this works. We don't ever learn anything until we don't care anymore. And three years down the road, they go, oh, 
This guy was shot and killed in Kansas City. And by the way, police say he was one of the other members at that Union Station shooting three years ago. That's how we learn it. They catch him down the road for something else. And they go, oh, this was one of the guys at Union Station. You're like, wait, what? We didn't know there was another guy at Union Station. Exactly. That's the game. Meanwhile, Clinton Lucas is climbing that ladder. And believe you me, he is loving the attention of Jesse Waters and Dana Lash and Joe Rogan and podcasters and newscasters and columnists everywhere that are questioning what the hell's going on in Kansas City. Because the more they question, the more the people in charge, the more the people, the more people in charge of Mayor Q's future look at him and go, damn, that dude is six days in and he's fended every single one of them off. He's got the media in his back pocket in Kansas City. He's got everything go, everything's up to date in Kansas City, man. They got it. He's got it going on there. He's doing what we require of our liberal leaders. Quentin Lucas is the spit right now. He is. And I think he's bathing in it and basking in it and dancing in it privately, probably in his own mind, maybe not around others, but it works for Quentin Lucas and it's sick. All right, KKHI is proud to have sponsors that are happy and proud to be affiliated with this podcast. Truth seekers, truth tellers, people of real composition. People that are deep thinkers, people that understand the difference between right and wrong and can admit when they're wrong and make mistakes. We appreciate that. We greatly appreciate that. And as I mentioned our sponsors on today's podcast, I want you to consider the content over the last few days and think about how strong these folks are that own and operate these businesses to be affiliated with a podcast talking about the things that we're talking about because you will not get this anywhere else. Regular media in this town do not want to discuss these things. They will not. They will not. They don't want it. They want the hero stories. They want to play Travis Kelsey clips from his podcast saying, hey, we're raising money. We're doing this while he's in Australia and not doing his podcast with Taylor Swift. But the, we'll put that on the news. They love those stories. They don't want to get deep. They don't want to say, is Kansas City safe enough? Has anybody done the story? Is it safe? If you don't live in Kansas City, Missouri, is it safe to go there? How many different incidents of gunplay existed in 2023 within, let's draw a one and a half mile radius around T-Mobile Center. That'll get us to the river. So it's a three mile radius circle. If we put the compass right on T-Mobile Center and we did a mile and a half in every direction, how many gunshots were there in 2023? How many in broad daylight? Oh, yeah, that's exactly where they're building the stadium. You're right. Bstock.net is everlasting proud to be affiliated with this podcast, and they love you, their best customers. And they've got great deals this week. They have a retail TV price drop. They've dropped their whole retail area right now. Everything on the floor at Bstock has been reduced from the already low prices. They're lower than Costco. They're lower than Best Buy. They're lower than Sam's. They're lower than Nebraska Furniture Mart. And now they've reduced them more. Samsung AU8000 75-inch TV, $499. How about a Lenovo Idea Center AIO, 4 gigabyte, $299 brand new. It's $429 at Best Buy. Not quite half price. That's about 40% off from Best Buy. Gamers, 
So many different gaming laptops and accessories, even Xbox. Microsoft Xbox Series X bundle, 470 And a 65-inch OLED deal, $989. Everywhere else in Kansas City, it's over $1,500. It's under $1,000 at bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road. The Finch Knife Company is so proud to have a new retailer in Lecompton, Kansas. It's Hill Creek Market. Go check them out. It's a funky little store. They sell home goods, specialty meats, food. It's a cool setup they've got there, and they're so happy and proud to have Finch Knives in their store, along with Shields in Overland Park, the Bullet Hole in Mission, and Teague Tractor in Belton. Or it's just as easy, no matter where you live, to buy a Finch pocket knife. And why aren't you carrying one of these? I want you to think about I want you to think about everything we talk about here. Why, at the very least, why wouldn't you carry a Finch pocket knife in your pocket every single day? My God, I'm doing it. Because why not? Finch Knife Co. Keep life from getting dull. They've got all kinds of pocket knives, from really big ones to smaller ones. Depending on what you'd like to have or carry or put in your tackle box this spring as you get out and start fishing or go hunting, these are unbelievable, useful tools to have for a wide variety of reasons. They're all designed right here in Kansas City by friends of ours. Finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull. And Advanced Medical Imaging says, why wait? See what's inside and see what's inside today. If your doctor says you need an MRI or CT scan, why would you wait five weeks just to go where he says to go or she says to go? Don't do it. Advanced Medical Imaging will take your insurance, no matter which hospital chain you're with, all major insurance companies accepted. If you need an MRI or CT scan, get in today or tomorrow, have it sent to your doctor and say, I just shaved five weeks off my trauma here. Even if it's just like a knee injury or shoulder or something like that, or maybe they found a spot and they want to find out if it's cancer. Why would you wait? MedImageKS.com is Kansas City's center to get you in fast, get it right, and get it to your doctor when you need it most. MedImageKS.com. That's MedImageKS.com. And don't forget, every sponsor of the podcast is at the KK List. The KKList.com lists them all, and then some. We have some unique sponsors to the KK List. If you'd like to join the list, you can go to thekklist.com. Click on join the list and it sends an email to Jessica and she'll work with you on getting on the list. We'll welcome you in. We'll mention you on the podcast a couple of times and we'll welcome you as a KK list sponsor. It's just kind of a different level of sponsorship. We love conservative businesses. If you want to be part of this, think of it as like if you don't join as a patron and you'd like your company to kind of join and support the podcast, it's a great way to do it. TheKKList.com, TheKKList.com. Reports indicate that Donald Trump will appeal his $450 million in fines for multiple cases in New York City. This is outrageous what has happened to Donald Trump. In two cases that have never happened before, the judge, that Ergeron, actually in the one, the bigger case, now says Trump has to deposit all the money into an account with interest to just to appeal. He has to come up with the money, and they'll halt the penalties, so they won't cash it, but it has to sit there and gain interest while he appeals. So at the very least, they'll get to keep the interest. And the judge says, you cannot borrow money against any properties in New York. So he can't go get a loan against Trump Tower, say, which I'm sure he could get the $450 million loan against Trump Tower pretty quickly, just pay the interest while he appeals and sees what happens. They won't allow that. If he wants to borrow the money, he's going to have to borrow it against a different property. He could borrow against Mar-a-Lago. The problem with borrowing money is it makes him look bad as he's running for president. So I don't think he's going to borrow it. 
I think he's going to find it. I think Truth Social is about to go public, and they say he could make $4 billion cash almost instantly by taking Truth Social public. There's an international tech group that wants to come in as like a 40% shareholder, and if he does this and takes it public, Truth Social goes public, he could cash in for big money and have this money. This is just an outrage. This is unbelievable. This is election interference. This is criminal. This is everything they say Trump does, they do. It is everything that's up is down. Everything that's down is up. Everything that's right is left. Everything that's left is right in this country right now. It is an absolute train wreck what they're doing to this guy. President's Day was Monday. A liberal-leaning magazine came out with their list of all 46 presidents. They listed them. They listed them in order. Abe Lincoln was number one. Oh, gosh, I think Obama was six, because, of course, Clinton or something was 14, or Biden was 14. Clinton was way up there. Dead last, worst president in the history of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Dead last on President's Day. It's just, if Americans can't figure out what's going on, because we, everybody voting in this election was alive during the Trump presidency. Everybody voting in November was alive during the Trump presidency. They lived here while Trump was president. They know he's not Adolf Hitler, and they know he's not the worst president in the United States. These people are just crazy. I mean, could I make an argument that Biden's the worst president in the United States? It's possible, but I think if we went back through history, we'd probably find three or four that were worse. We probably would. As mad as we are at the immigration thing, that's probably his worst thing. Now, he's botched wars. He's botched international policy. His economy's no good. Interest rates are ridiculous, but it's not as bad as Jimmy Carter's economy and interest rates. And the hostages in Iran, it's not as embarrassing as that was. He's not as bad as Jimmy Carter. It's more embarrassing, maybe, because he doesn't know where he is. But if you're just honestly putting out a list, would you really put Joe Biden last? That'd be pretty hard to do. Think about it. And there's probably worse than Biden and Carter. I'm not a presidential historian. Boy, we've had some bad ones. I was reminded by my wife yesterday that I have a relative. This is, this is the, and I don't mean to pick on this person, but this is why we have such a hard time getting elections right. Yes, there's fraud. There's a lack of integrity. There's all those things. But we also have a situation. I have a relative that literally writes in every election, goes and votes, and writes in Bill Cosby. This person is so sickened by Biden and Trump, and I think in their state by the people running for Senate or governor or whatever, whenever a big office is there, it's just a write-in for Bill Cosby. That's just making a mockery of the system. It seems a shame that somebody would do that, that they wouldn't take it more serious than that. This is a person who used to vote Democrat all the time, but is extremely conservative on five or six really big issues like taxes and border security, all kinds of things. This person's very conservative. This person's very concerned about the environment and somehow has always thought or been taught their whole life that Republicans are going to ruin the environment. So this person cannot bring themselves to voting for a Republican, even though almost every other issue matches up with the Republicans. This person has voted Democrat forever and now has just said, I can't vote for these wackos on the left. I cannot do this. I do not agree with any of that stuff. I just believe in them with the environment. Go figure. 
Joe Rogan's on board with what I've been saying for two years, that Biden will be out. He believes Gavin Newsom will be in. I do too. I think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I think Biden will be out. I think Newsom will be in. And you guys, I'm going to get a million emails. You're going to get mad at me. I may not respond to these. I don't want to hear it. None of you think Newsom can win because he's bad on policy. He's got a terrible record. My God, Obama ran with no record. Joe Biden had nothing but a bad record. They both won. Bill Clinton had no record. He did some stuff in Arkansas, for crying out loud. It doesn't matter. I just told you I have a relative that votes for Bill Cosby as a joke. Do you know how many Americans will just flip? Anybody in the middle says, thank God, it's not some 80-year-old running. Gavin Newsom looks good in a suit. He sounds good. Let's give him a try. Do you know how many people go in and just say, let's give this younger guy a try? Newsom, Newsom will win unless he loses it on his own. He would have to stumble and shoot himself in the foot to lose. He would be a huge favorite if he were the nominee. Just because of his age and his appearance, folks, he would be a huge favorite. And I think the idea here is don't let the guy campaign for a year and a half because he'll shoot himself in the foot. Remember, Beta O'Rourke looked pretty good for about two or three months until he shot himself in the foot a million times. They're everywhere. Kamala Harris in the beginning looked pretty good. She shot herself in the foot because she's been exposed. If they don't trot this guy out until 90 days before the election, he's got a chance to not embarrass himself. And the most important thing for him is just sit down with 60 minutes, do a couple of campaign speeches, mostly stay in the basement and look good and run a bunch of commercials, and you'll probably win. They know their path to victory is to stay in the basement. Don't let Americans know what you're about. Just let them see your picture. Look at Joe Biden. Oh, he's such a sweet man. He looks better than Donald Trump. Let's vote for Biden. Okay, Biden's president. What'd you get? Well, you know what you got. Every single time they have the person that looks the best. Oh, look at Obama. I feel so good. Look at him. He's so cool. Bill Clinton. Oh, man, I want to have a beer with that guy. That's how they win. They trot somebody out that people go, well, that's the cooler candidate. Unbelievable. Joe Rogan is now on board, and I think he's right. I think he's two years late, but I think he's right. New Zealand has conducted a COVID study of 99 people who took the shot. They have come to the conclusion that if you took the shot, you are more likely to get myocarditis, pericarditis, neurological disease, spinal cord inflammation, immune system attacks on your nerves. Same story says over 80% of Americans have taken this shot in some form or another. That seems high. That's jumped. At one point, they were trying to get over 50%. Now we're over 80? In the New Zealand case, their reaction is these cases, of course, are rare. I want to repeat again what the side effects are of the shot. Myocarditis, neurological disease, spinal cord inflammation, immune system attacks on your nerve system. That's the side effects. 99 million people. You ever watch television? And some drug comes on for diabetes and they go, side effects include vomiting and diarrhea. Yeah, upset stomach, chills. Okay, vomiting, diarrhea, upset stomach, chills. I can live with that. Myocarditis, neurological disease, spinal cord inflammation, immune system attacks on your nervous system. What? And we're still peddling this thing. 
This isn't the most damning study. This is New Zealand trying to make it look good. This study in New Zealand, there is they were there was no place locked down Larry more than New Zealand. They were nutbags on this thing. Like nobody was leaving the island. Okay, you're here. You're not leaving. Nobody's coming in. We're locking down, and that's that. Everybody's taking the shot, or we're gonna lock you up, put you in jail. New Zealand was on it, man. It didn't work. It delayed it. Eventually, they had a disaster on their hands because they were too late to the party. But in New Zealand, they've tried very hard to make a case where they can say, this is extremely rare, which is everybody's reaction. This is extremely rare. But my God, look at the side effects. <laughs> this is the good study. I'm presenting to you the best study of the COVID shots. Sports Today is brought to you by Back 9 Development, online at back9development.com. We've got some friends that are building a house uh, with Back 9 Development, a custom home, and they're really excited about the process. They met with TJ again last week. He is, his customer service, I mean, it's so great to meet with the builder, the owner of the company himself on every little detail, and that's what he is. He's a, this is not some big corporation builder. This is, this is kind of mom and pop. TJ's in it from start to finish on every single thing in your project, whether it's the dunes in Lansing where he's just opened up eight new lots that are over three acres in size, perfect spot to have Back Nine build you a custom home. They're beautiful walkout lots on the water in Lansing. You won't have any neighbors looking in your window. You got all kinds of land around you. This is really, really cool. If you want more information, call TJ at 785-236-0161. Or the lofts at 1700 is a new condominium complex in Manhattan off Manhattan Avenue, beginning at 249. Perfect for college students attending K-State. Professional area that uh, is a great place for a second home or the NBAP facility. All kinds of great reasons. The completion date is late summer. Purchase contracts are already being signed. If you want to get in, these are going to sell out fast. The loft's at 1700 in Manhattan. He sold out his condos at Colbert Hills really fast. So if you're interested in a second place or a property that you can rent out and make income on and have it paid for by somebody else, great investment. The loft's at 1700 back 9 developmentcom TJ Vilkanskis, 785-236-0161. Ideal Health KC is Kansas City's Regenerative Medicine Center. Dr. Kemp Van Camp has been published in multiple journals worldwide about stem cell and tissue, tissue research projects he's been involved with. Your body's tissue could work for you. If you have chronic pain and you don't know how to get rid of it, shoulder pain, neck pain, back pain, knee pain, joint pain, inflammation, or just general malaise, you don't feel right, go see Dr. Van Camp. Get the consultation and see if blood spinning might work for you or patch therapy or ozone therapy. This is a great alternative to pills and needles. Essentially, you don't need big pharma pumping experimental drugs in you. Find out if your body can work for you. IdealHealthKC.com is the website or call 913-745-5300 for IdealHealthKC.com. And MyPillow has a site-wide sale going right now. Pretty much everything half off with the promo code KKHI. He's doing the uh, sheet sale right now. The Giza sheets are big. There's all kinds of great buys there at a very low price. If you would like to check out the website, MyPillow.com or MyStore.com, at checkout, use the promo code KKHI, and it will be the maximum discount you can get. Regardless, whether you see it on TV, hear it anywhere else, whatever, this discount is as big or bigger than anywhere else. 
Promo code is KKHI. I thank you very much for shopping at MyPillowAndMyStore.com using the promo code KKHI. Royals Chairman, President John Sherman, meeting with the media in Surprise, Arizona at spring training, said it was, quote, kind of sudden, unquote, to the folks in the crossroads when they announced that they're going to build a ballpark there and that the Royals are currently sitting down with people affected. He's talking about business owners that are basically being told you got to go. Now, this is a little song and dance they're going to do. They don't got to go unless this passes on April 2nd. So they don't got to go until after April 2nd for the new, brand new, three-eighths inch sales tax. It is a new tax. It's not the extension of the old one. It is a new one that kicks in and it starts and it runs until 2064. So it is a new tax. It replaces the old one. It's not an extension. It replaces it. And the Chiefs and Royals are going to split it. This is not nearly enough money to build a ballpark. We have no idea about the financing the rest of this thing. But the Royals have said, here's where it's going to be. So after April 2nd, if and when this passes, they're, they're you know greasing the wheels right now with all the people that are affected. Some buildings are going to have to be taken down. They've obviously worked out the big one, and that's the owner of the Kansas City Star Printing Press building. So that dude's on board. They've worked out a deal, clearly or this wouldn't be going forward. The smaller buildings, they go to each individual owner. They have to buy the buildings to tear them down. That's how it works. Now, there's always one or two that say, I don't want to sell. I want to stay here and keep doing this. And so the question will be, can they invoke eminent domain? And the answer is, this is Kansas City, Missouri. Of course they will. If they invoke eminent domain, you don't make as much money selling your property. You're going to be in no position really to bargain much. Hopefully, the Royals are fair, and this is a net positive for everyone involved, that the businesses can be relocated nearby. The best possible scenario for any business owner in this area right now is to own the building or the business just outside the zone of the ballpark where they don't have to tear you down. And then you can do, in the free market, anything you want to do. But you're up against the government here. If your land, your building, your business is where the Royals want to build a ballpark, you're going up against the machine that is Kansas City, Missouri, and Jackson County, and it's daunting. They get what they want. They don't care. John Sherman trying to play nice at this point in spring training saying, yeah, it was kind of sudden, so we're sitting down with these people affected right now and working it all out. Translation is we got buyers and lawyers trying to buy this stuff up and get deals should this thing pass on April 2nd. Shocker at the University of Missouri on Monday, athletic director Desiree Reed Francois Francois is leaving the SEC for the Big 12. Desiree Reed is overseeing right now football, wrestling, gymnastics, and softball at Mizzou. They're all in the top 15, and she just got a $62 million donation 10 days ago. Wow. She's going to Arizona where they have a $177 million deficit. They stink at everything. A football coach that hasn't coached a game yet. They're upside down. They've done nothing, and they're moving into the Big 12. Why is this happening? Well, I'll give you the reasons in order. Number one reason is Missouri two weeks ago just formed an oversight committee on her department. She's done all these great things at Mizzou, and they decide we're going to sign an oversight committee on the athletic department. Well, that would get my attention. And maybe she did something. That's always possible that she did something she thinks this committee is going to find. Or she's operating in a way right now that when the committee finds it, they'll make her stop. That's not going to happen in Arizona. She's taking a slight pay cut. 
She is a law school graduate from the University of Arizona. So it is, in a way, her alma mater. There's better weather. There's more opportunity. She gets a brand new shelf life, which is important in these jobs. That no matter what, you come into Arizona, you're starting new. She gets a two-year honeymoon, at least. They're upside down financially. They're not winning. Their basketball program's doing great, but they're not winning in football, which matters. And you know what? She's not really in the conservative state of Missouri and SEC, which just prides itself on being conservative. And I'm pretty sure that's a factor. Living in Columbia might have been a little bit of a culture shock to her. And she knows what the culture is in Tucson, which is a liberal city in Arizona. Tucson is a liberal college town. Tucson is very liberal. And maybe it's just her comfort zone. There's just a lot of reasons here. But he's like, oh, I can't believe she's leaving Arizona, folks. I, I can't say this often enough. You've heard me say it before, but I got to repeat it right here. It's no different with poly- athletic directors, managers of baseball teams, presidents of football teams, all these people, not the owners, okay, not the owners, so not the board of curators in Missouri, who are basically the, the, you know, the board of curators, are, they have everything Mizzou in their best interest. But these people that lead, it's extremely rare to find somebody loyal to the university. It's their career. It's like your career. How many jobs have you had? I mean, I got a couple of friends that have only had one. It's really weird. In fact, I've got one, two. I've got three friends that have only had one job as adults. That's, re- that's really, really rare. I've got three. I've seen them all in the last three weeks. It's amazing. But most people are mobile. They move around. They they get a better opportunity. They do this. They do whatever. And that happens. That's not what this is. She's like, great. I got got a a two-year honeymoon period. I don't have an oversight committee. I get to live in Arizona. I'm more comfortable in that community probably than Mizzou. And maybe there's some factor in this that she's done all she can. She's hired a football coach. or She might have inherited him. Oh boy, I should know this. Anyway, she's raised him twice. We know that. And they're crushing it. She gets credit for the football program and the other top 15 programs. She hired Dennis Gates. That's not looking great right now. It looked better last year. Time will tell. But that really isn't what it's about. She's a popular AD. She's not on her way out. Why would you form an oversight committee on her department? They did it. Two weeks later, she's gone. Speaking of gone, Kansas State is gone. They lost to Texas last night. This one was on the road. They got a player kicked out. Day-Day Ames committed a cheap shot foul. He's a freshman. We'll give him a pass here. He initially went up for the ball on one of these fast break deals and wound up catching the throat, but then didn't let go. Just kind of slammed the guy to the ground and got kicked out of the game. Jerome Tang was not happy with him. It was a dirty play, but again, he's a freshman. He's frustrated. Ah, it wasn't... It really wasn't likely to hurt him unless something freaky accidental happened, but it was worth getting kicked out for. It was a legitimate call. Kansas State has had all kinds of turmoil. <laughs> you know, Tang has been controversial this year. They're turning into like Frank Martin's Wildcats. Like there's controversy and turmoil in everything that they do. Players kicked off by the president, a coach claiming that he went to Ames and got cheated by the fans somehow or people in the stands. Complaining about officials he had to apologize to his own university president about. Players getting kicked out. It's not a good look. Jerome Tang was the national coach of the year last year. If there was an anti, an opposite of that, 
let's say there's 200 coaches. There's more than that, but let's say there's 200. He was number one last year. He's probably close to number 200 this year. Although Dennis Gates is in the running. It's a crowded field. A couple of guys have been fired, right? Louisville? There's some places in the running. So I can't call him dead last, but it's bad. You know, this is a coach that's, that's sort of been suggesting he doesn't like it with this president and wanted the fans to revolt against the president at K-State and kick the president out so he could stay and be the basketball coach. That isn't how it works. Jerome Tang is in a spot right now. Who's going to hire him? It looks like he had Bruce Weber's point guard and made a run because they weren't great during the regular season last year. They got in the tournament and made a run. They were good, but they made a run, hell of a run, with Bruce Weber's point guard. And now he's got his point guard that he went out and paid money to and transferred in, and they're not the same. They're just not. No, I, I, Jerome Tang and Dennis Gates are, I mean, honestly, right now, they're both more likely to fail than succeed. They've both been extended. They're both making fat cash. But you got to admit, what you're looking at game in and game out looks like something that's more likely, even if they get good players, it looks like it's more likely to fail than succeed. Bad night for K-State. Good news for the Kansas Jayhawks. Bill Self says Kevin McCuller, although he tweaked his knee at Oklahoma, has the entire week this week to get ready. No midweek game for KU. They play Texas Saturday at Allen Fieldhouse. That's a win. So they, they've got a good game coming up at home, and so they probably don't need McCullough for a lot of minutes, but he's got the whole week to heal, and Bill Self said on his radio show, yeah, he tweaked it on Saturday, but boy, we couldn't have a better time to have a whole week to just shut it down and not do anything. So it looks like McCullough's going to be okay and probably ready to go on Saturday against Texas. Our final final is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC, Kansas City's remodeler, online at crosskitchenskc.com. Joslyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch in Overland Park. The jeweler you'll recommend to your friends and family. You want to check them out more? Joslyn'sJewelry.com. And Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC, home of the lifetime warranty. They got great deals on service, including new tires, oil changes, tune-ups, or anything that's wrong with your car. They'll pick it up, service it, and bring it back to you. RobertsRobinson.com, 816-826-1563. Our final final is from Hollywood. Jennifer Lopez is an actress, singer, and lots of different things here. J-Lo, she's awesome. We got nothing, we don't, we don't have anything wrong with any of these people. I mean, they've all had their issues. Lived kind of lives that we don't really lead. But they, you know what? They're celebrities. We expect that. She's married to Ben Affleck now, right? They're married or together. They've been together quite a while. Back with Ben Affleck. On, off, on, off, on, off. Ben Affleck's been making the rounds. He used to be married to a woman named Jennifer Garner. You know her in the Capital One commercials, and it's the movie she's made. She's a tremendous actress. She's like America's sweetheart. People love her, and she dumped Ben Affleck because he was a drunk. She did the right thing by her kids and said, you're just too much of an a-hole. I can't do this anymore. He's now clean and sober and all that good stuff, and they're friends. They remain. They, they, they really genuinely like each other because they loved each other when they were married. She just couldn't stay with him because he was incorrigibly drunk. Ben Affleck has a production company with Matt Damon, his best friend. You know him. He's an actor, too. They're developing a movie called Animals. They're producing it. Matt Damon will star in it opposite Jennifer Garner. Ben Affleck has hired his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner, to star in a movie that he's the producer of. So he'll be on that set. He'll be around it a lot. J-Lo is making jokes saying, uh-uh, don't step on me, girl. Don't be flirting with my man. 
or I'll deal with you personally. I think most of this is kind of joking, but where else other than Hollywood do you have something like this? The ex-husband is hiring the ex-wife to work for him, and the current wife is out in public talking about it. Now, he says there's not really any likelihood that I'm ever going to act opposite of Jennifer Garner again. Like, Matt Damon gets the role. Ben Affleck can't do it. You assume there's, like, love scenes and kissing and all that. That would just be really Hollywood bizarre. Hollywood's a constant source for our final files. We appreciate them for that at Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.